Hey sisters, I have a salty for you today. A salty that is scripture that you can't deny what it says, what it says. <laughs> that so often women will want to twist what the word submit means, or men may even want to twist what the word submit means. But when you look at what the Bible says about headship in a, in the household, mm, it just makes sense. And I'm here today to walk you through it quickly on this salty. sisters, is your BS ruining your marriage? Are your before submission tendencies halting the joys of marriage? I see you. I know you. I was you. I'm Carrie Lefevre, a daughter to the King, follower of Jesus, and spirit-filled. I've been married almost 29 years to my rugged mister. We have two tall tattooed sons, two gorgeous daughter-in-laws, and the cutest grandson. I almost destroyed our marriage six years ago due to my own BS. I cried out, Lord, change him. Yet I was the one that needed changing. And the good Lord brought me a mentor. I'm here now to share all that with you, my experiences, the scriptures, and other Titus 2 mentoring tips. I back everything to God's word, and I pray your marriage will be edified with each episode. One thing that I want to make very clear before going into the scripture is that submission on a woman's part is never, it never means physical or emotional abuse from the husband. We know this because in Colossians 3.19, God instructs man about the love that he is to have for his wife and it's a respect like he has for the church and that he's never to treat her harshly or with bitterment. So right there, it gives us clear understanding that submission is not physical or emotional abuse. Now, sometime down the road, I'll do an episode on how I thought in my BS, Mr. was emotionally abusive and he wasn't. So there's like a fine line with understanding that. But anyways, let's go past that. We'll get to that in a future episode and we're going to jump right to the scripture now. The salty scripture for today comes from 1 Corinthians eleven three, and then I'm going to jump over to eleven nine also. So open your Bible, 1 Corinthians eleven three, But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ. The head of woman is man and the head of Christ is God. Very clearly there, the Lord sets out the design for the household. The head of man is Christ. The head of woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. So if you put them in a top to bottom order, it would be God, Christ, man, woman. We see from this order that there's a headship over everything. We have to remember back in Genesis when God created ev everything, he first formed it and then he filled it. Our God is a God of pattern. If there's chaos in your life, sister, it's because the enemy is involved in your life more than God is in your life. So it's really time to re-examine what's going on in your life that the enemy is creating this chaos. Because when you stay in God's order, there is peace and continuity because you're residing in him. So as we look at this headship, we see from the very beginning, God and Christ. <clears throat> and it's one of those things about the Trinity that truly blows my mind. 
that Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit are all one, yet act individually. So with that, if Christ is God, how is Christ under God, right? Blows your mind, I know. But this is a perfect example from our God that there is submission to him in all things. And if his word says that woman is is under man, that his headship, the man's headship is over the wife, it's something to take very, very valuable, valuably and to really take notice of it. And God really hits this point home because verse nine says, nor was man created for the woman, but woman for the man. Again, he wants to make it very clear what headship is about. We need our husband's headship over us. If we think back to the garden, Eve was the one that got enticed, that got tempted by the fruit on the tree. Adam was right there next to her, and she should have turned and looked to his headship and said, what do you think? Adam also should have taken charge of his headship and told Eve no. And we know this because in Genesis 3.17, we're reminded how God says, because you heeded the voice of your wife, God was reminding Adam again there that he had headship over Eve because God made him first. God gave him the law first about the, the forbidden fruit and Adam didn't follow it. So sister, it's so important in God's eyes and he has showed us repeatedly in scripture of why we are to look to our husbands and the headship that God has put over him for our family. So sister, if you're the one that's saying, I don't understand submission, I don't get it. Why does my husband have to be in charge of me? Because God's word says so. And if you never knew it before, if you've never heard that scripture before, now you have. And now it's your job. Now the Lord wants you to obey his scripture. And then by obeying it and submitting to your husband and submitting to the Lord, first the Lord and then your husband, you will see the changes that he will make in you and in your marriage because you're being obedient and you're submitting to his will. Thank you for listening to the Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I appreciate your time. Please like, subscribe, and share these episodes and follow along on social media. Help other women learn how to have joy-filled marriages all while standing on God's word. Together, we can advance the kingdom.